Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler. My guest today is Bill Samuels, my 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 friend from Albany that I would call all the time before he moved to another state. And we and we're here to talk about Andrew Cuomo. So, Bill, give us your thoughts on the troubles that that uh, Andrew Cuomo finds himself in. Well, I think it's a very difficult um, case. As you know, Cynthia, having worked with me for years, I was one of the first to really question uh, the ethics of Cuomo. I've never been a fan. But that doesn't mean I'm going to automatically just say he should resign. Um, I'm very conflicted about it. Let me give you... Mm -hmm. Let's just look at some other cases. Now, admittedly, okay. the attitude on sexual harassment today is much different than it was 15 years ago. Ex-President mm-hmm. George Bush, senior, had eight claims of se- sexual harassment against him. Now, admittedly, most of the claims came after he was president, and it hardly made any news 15 years ago. Then look at Bill Cosby. Now, there's a real extreme case of sexual, it's not even harassment, you know. What he did was criminal, and he's in jail right. for it. We're not talking about Cuomo's actions re, uh, rising to the level of jail. Let's look at Harvey Weinstein. Extreme mm-hmm. sexual actions. He's in jail. Cuomo isn't in that category. Probably the closest recent action of a politician is Senator Franken, who resigned in January of 2018, three weeks after accusations occurred. And interesting in his case, the strongest accusation uh, came from a radio host who said he aggressively kissed her on stage uh, mm-hmm. when they both were presenting. Now, Franken's certainly not in the category of Weinstein or Cuomo, I mean, or Crosby. Right. Interesting enough, in July of, of uh 2019, over a year after he resigned, in fact, a year and a half, he stated he regretted impulsively resigning after three weeks. Mm. That he should have let the Senate Ethics Committee pass a judgment. Uh, And Cuomo is closer, closer to the Franken example. Um, so I think where I come down is, one, we ought to let the investigation proceed. I think there's two reasons for it. One reason is not all accusations of sexual harassment are correct. I, I believe all the ones that against Cuomo are 
as stated, you know that there are cases in which people are accused of things uh, that aren't true. So I think to have the investigation lets anybody who's thinking about making a charge of harassment to know that there'll be an investigation, that there won't, won't be massive headlines the minute they're made and someone will be forced to resign. So mm-hmm. to me, that's the position. But the second thing is, and this is where I'm really conflicted, I always knew that Cuomo was a very difficult, mean individual. He, he just doesn't have a good personality vis-a-vis people. But, you know, that's not a cause for resigning. He clearly mm-hmm. has verbally, and in one case, uh, there was, uh, I think one case involved touching more serious. He clearly did the actions in my mind, but I still like the investigation. And he's done a lot of good things, whether we like it or not. He's in his 10th year. There's no charges of corruption against him. He's worked hard. Uh, And, you know, he's not a Weinstein or a Cosby. So I think you let the investigations go forward. That will be to Cuomo's advantage, obviously. I don't think he's going to resign. Um, And either the polls will be so negative he won't run again. And if he decides to run again, I think we let the voters pass pass judgment. Don't think he should resign. What do you think? I think I think every it all has to play out. But you know, people are concentrating on the sexual harassment and the uh, nursing home thing is taking a back seat. What's your feeling about? the nursing home cover-up. I'm a little confused about it. New York State was not the only state that during the height of the epidemic sent, and because of the overcrowding with many serious cases in hospitals, sent people back to nursing homes. New Jersey did, for example, the same thing. They both were mistakes. And in New York's case, six weeks later, it was corrected. I don't think that alone is reason for a resignation. I think the, the serious part about it is the reporting of the number of nursing home deaths um, mm-hmm. in which the deaths that occurred in hospitals were recorded in the hospital statistics versus in the nursing home statistics. I'd want to mm-hmm. find out whether that was a decision that Cuomo made, the reporting. Right? We have a big government with a lot of employees. Whether that was a decision that he clearly made. And if he did make it, it's certainly uh, worthy of censure. Um but again, when you look at his overall performance uh, with New York State on COVID-19, people give him very good marks. Reporting mm-hmm. is, not, is not the same as 
not doing a good job to protect our citizens. It's a it's a reporting issue, uh, and it's uh, I think reason for resignation. You know, Christie always denied that he ordered that traffic blockage in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he did, but he didn't resign. Um, so I think Cuomo made a mistake. It's a bigger mistake if he ordered it, you know, ordered the reporting himself. He probably did, but, you know, that needs to be investigated. So I don't think mm-hmm. it's something that he resigns for. And, you know, my comments are coming from someone who's no fan of Cuomo. What do you think of uh, the Attorney General James? Well, I know her extremely well. I supported okay. her um, for uh, her job in New York City. I sat on her board, nonprofit board. Uh, I know her very well. Mm-hmm. And I like her. Um, administratively, when I worked, I thought she was average or below average. Uh, he put she put a woman in charge of her 501c3, which De Blasio had too, who committed fraud. She didn't have money to pay herself, and yet the public advocate had received some 501c3 grants that would be used for a specific purpose, and this person paid her. Uh, salary from the grant money was not a competent well, choice. I mean, Leticia had nothing to do with the crime. She reacted immediately. We fired the woman. Um, so it, but, I mean, the judgment to put this woman in charge, I think, was weak. So I think she's average uh, as an administrator. But she has good ethics, uh, and she is – from a legal point of view, she does a very did a very good job at as public advocate. And then the uh, attorney general's job, there's a lot of strong staff that are career people. So I think she's doing a good job. I think she's inherited good staff, and I think she makes the right decision when she gets uh, the right information. And she was indebted to Cuomo, but yet didn't hide the information. Right. Because Cuomo really didn't want uh, Zephyr Teachout in that position, right? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. That's why he did it. And so she, she secured her independence from Cuomo. Would you say that was correct? Yeah. But she okay. also paid the Cuomo when she ran for attorney general. She had been back historically by the Working Families Party. And in fact, when she ran, won her first race, she ran on the Working Families line. And it was the first time the Working Families had, you know, run, won their own candidate for city council. And she refused to take the Working Families Party and the race for lieutenant governor and trade off for Cuomo's backing. So she didn't show strength there. 
Okay. So overall, what do you think is going to happen in New York State? I think Cuomo won't resign. All right. There'll be an investigation. He'll be condemned by those investigations. He won't resign. I think that he'll decide not to run for a fourth term because I think his polls will be so weak he won't want to be embarrassed. Um, I don't think this is going to fade away. You know, uh, today the environment and tolerance for sexual harassment is much lower uh, than it was with Bush or Franken, and uh, I think he'll be badly hurt, and we'll decide not to run. That's my prediction. Okay. Let me play the devil's advocate. Who on the far left do you see challenging Cuomo in the primary? Well, I'll give you my first reaction, which nobody agrees with. Bill de Blasio is going to run. If if Cuomo okay. decides to run, if Cuomo decides to run, why do I say that? He he's got a big ego. We know that his polls are low, but the man ran for president. <laughs> and right. If he ran for president, he's going to be out of a job. He's going to run against Cuomo. He's going to want Cuomo to win, I mean to run, because it will be two people that have negative uh, poll numbers. Uh-huh. But he, people may be tired enough of Cuomo that the Blasio could win, not because he's pop, but because he's had no corruption, um, and he's unfortunately – arrogant, but I still think that he's going to run. Uh, Now, who else would run on the left? I don't know. I would say that uh, the man that should have run and waited is Yang. Yang could have won. He doesn't really fit for all sorts of reasons as well in New York City as he would statewide. Um, But right now he's running for mayor. Whether he's going to win or not, I have doubts. Um, I think the poll numbers are based on name recognition. A Uh lot will change between now and and June. Um, I don't know. Do you have any other names you think? You know, I I think that um, De Blasio is not 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 a knight in shining armor. There's a lot of people that don't like him. So yep. if it was a clash between Cuomo and De Blasio, I'm gonna get my popcorn ready. So right. okay, so that's the left. The Republican Party, even though there's a new chairman, I don't see it coming to life. Um, they're saying um, 
you know, that uh, the guy from Westchester might decide to run again. Uh, I don't see yes. anybody from the, I don't see anybody from the right really coming stepping up to the plate and say, you know, forget about Cuomo. I'm I'm your new Pataki. I don't see that yeah, happening. You might, well, there was an outstanding Republican business guy that decided to run. He might have a good chance. I don't see any of the current politicians. Uh, being able to do it. But got to remember, we don't know that Cuomo's running. I'm predicting he's not. So I think it's going to be wide open. Okay. I think the only Republican that has a shot of maybe beating Cuomo would be Chris Gibson. What do you think? Chris Dixon? Chris Gibson who was the uh, congressman yes. in, in my area. area. He's well-respected. Yes. yes. Yeah, so. Well, I have a Pataki like, like when I think if I'm not, if Cuomo is running for a fourth term, a uh-huh. Republican might win if he's really well-funded. But I don't know that, unless it's a wealthy businessman, I don't know if a Republican can raise the money. You've got to remember that in 2022, there's going to be huge emphasis on keeping the House and winning the Senate. Uh A lot of the money people are going to be drawn nationally uh, and may not care whether it's Cuomo or a Republican, just may not care. Okay. So I think it's I think it's got to be a very successful, you know, businessman. That's why I thought Yang should have waited and run. So if Yang doesn't win the uh, win for mayor in New York City, who's to say that he won't throw his head in for governor? Well, that's true. Hold on just a minute. Maria, I'm on the phone. Okay. Uh, that's true. But I think the bottom and, line is it's going to be wide open. And then there's another name I want to toss out here. Jumani, uh, Jumani Williams. No. I, I love him as a personality. I don't think he's governor material. I think he's in a good job for him. He's an advocate. He's got great heart. You know, he's more of a legislative person than a manager. I mean, that job of governor is tough. But he did run for lieutenant governor three years ago. Yeah, you can run for a lot of things. Um, I don't. I, I, I don't. I think he. He. I don't think he can win. He's a better candidate if he's going to go for higher office uh, for the Senate or congressional seat. He didn't run, um, you know, for mayor this time. I think he knows. He's more of a legislator and and an advocate versus a manager of a huge, huge number of people and agencies. Okay. Okay, so 
uh, I want to change gears for a bit. Are you happy with Biden? Oh, I'm related. He's shown he is an excellent manager. Um, He's gotten so many things done, whether it be the COVID number of vaccinations, whether it be Uh the the $1.9 billion project that he got passed. He's cool. He's relaxed. He's a nice man, but he's very effective. He's, um, I don't think anybody, whether they're on the left or the right side of the Democratic Party, could have asked for uh, a better, you know, four months. Okay. So do you take him at his his word that he's going to serve just one term? No. Um, I don't. I know he is going to be quite old for a second term. I think that depends on his health at the end of the first term. Um, But if if he feels healthy, and he may not. I mean, when you get that age, you don't know. Um, right. I, I I think it's fifty fifty, and you can't judge it right now. Um, obviously, if if Trump is running, a lot's going to depend on the polls at that time. The Democrats, if Trump is one running, are going to want to win. And let's okay. say Biden has made a decision. Let's say that the polls show Trump beats uh, Kamala Harris. You know, mm-hmm. I think there'll be pressure on Biden to, to run if he's sort of on the fence. Um, if Trump isn't running, uh, then Biden uh, might feel that he's done his job, he's done his duty, and let uh, Kamala or who uh, surfaces out of the primary uh, win. But I hope he does run. He's a nice grandfather, but yet he's a good manager. And that's what surprised me. He's very organized and knows how to get things done. Okay, let, let, let me share with you a scenario. You know, they say a day in politics is like a lifetime. But things change daily. Let's say Cuomo survives the mess he's in now. Let's say people forget about the harassment and maybe the fudging of the numbers. If he ran for a fourth term and won, do you think it's still within the realm of possibility that he could go for president. No, he's dead. You really think this so? Killed him. This, this killed him. The reputation okay. doesn't mean he can't win. Okay? If he goes for a fourth term. It won't be automatically easy. But in this day and age, to have these charges of sexual harassment, he can't win in a primary. There's not a prayer. He's dead nationally. Wow. Do you think that before all of this stuff 
came to the forefront that he was dead even back then? I wouldn't call him dead. He could have run. I don't think he would win. He, he, he clearly, I think, would run. I just don't think he's a good candidate. I don't think he's that 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 good on TV, and he doesn't have a lot of enthusiastic supporters. A lot of people like me look at him as right of center still, and that only because the Working Families Party and activists got rid of the IDC and that we finally won the state Senate did he really right. become more active on the left. Uh, we don't trust him, um, and I don't think he could have won. No matter what he does, at best he's seen as a centrist, and that's very hard. Biden did it. Very hard to win in a Democratic primary if you're not trusted. Okay. So you have you have abandoned us in, in New York State. You live in Rhode Island now. Are you yes. having a good time? Well, not as much fun as I had when I was in New York and working with you and and others. But it's a different stage of life. And my wife wanted to move up here. She went to college here. And it was her time for me to support what she wanted to do, since for years she had supported what I wanted to do. So I, I preferred my past life, but it's over. And I'm now letting her drive me around as I sit in the passenger seat. Are you uh, a privy uh, on um, politics in Rhode Island? No, not really. Not not really. I think Sheldon Whitehouse is outstanding. Uh, Gina Raimondo, Commerce, was outstanding. So we've had some very good representation uh, from the Democratic Party. But I live in Newport. It's like a small town. That's totally different life. So totally different life. I did. I was approached to run for the equivalent of city council here, and I met with the woman who had was pushing me. And when she talked about how much she was against Black Lives Matter, and I realized I was dealing with someone far right of center, and she was my fan trying to get me to run. I said, this is not for me. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So you're in good health. You you get your vaccines, right? I got both my shots as of last week, you know, and that's good. Great. So as the promo drama. I, I admire your chutzpah and being out there and being involved, and I always have. Thank you. You have been listening to Bill Samuels, who is a a New Yorker at heart, so I I can bet on that one. And I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is focused on Albany. If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Bill, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, and hopefully we'll have more conversations in the future. Thanks, Bill. Thank Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day.